0: Uh, Good afternoon. Well it was a a very strong week for equities last week. Um, Global equities actually up as much as uh, 5.5% in local currency terms. In sterling terms they didn't manage quite such a big gain just because we had a bounce in the pound. uh, The pound's back up at one twenty seven against the dollar. And this isn't actually so much about independent sterling strength, it's more the fact that uh, the dollar has come under pressure um, on the back of this risk-on rally. The dollar typically strengthens um, in risk-off moves, whereas at the moment we've obviously got a revival in confidence and people taking their money out of the States into more cyclical markets like Europe and emerging markets. So anyway, um, good week for equities, and really there were two big factors which drove equity markets higher this week and continued the rally we've had going now since March. The first was the US labour market data, where we saw a big surprise. Uh, the market had been looking for a further 8 million fall in employment in the States, um, falling on from a 20 million fall in April. In fact, we saw employment rise 2 million. So the market got it wrong to the tune of 10 million, not a small number. Um, and this undoubtedly is good news. Um, the unemployment employment rate fell on the back of this, so that's back down to 13%, um, rather than heading up to 20%, as had been feared. But at the end of the day, even though unemployment is back down to 13%, you shouldn't forget that even in the global financial crisis, unemployment in the States didn't actually hit more than um, 10%. So we've got a long way to go yet, and this is still very early days. So that was the first factor why the markets uh, did quite so well last week. Um, The positive news from the States showing that that economy is now starting to recover. And the second is, what's going on in Europe? Um, I mean, up until the sort of two or three weeks ago, very much Europe was lagging behind in terms of the amount of policy stimulus they put in place. But they caught up a lot of this ground in the last week or two. And we saw more of this last week. And what happened last week was that the um, ECB, the European Central Bank's Bank, uh, basically stepped up its quantitative easing programme from 750 billion to 1350 billion, so an extra 600 billion of bond buying over the next year or so. And on top of that, we had Germany, which up until recently has been the economy most reluctant to put in place any fiscal stimulus. Well, actually, it came up with a sizable fiscal stimulus plan of around 4% of GDP. And all of this comes on top of... um, the move by the EU Commission two or three weeks ago to put in place its own fiscal stimulus plan. So to cut a long story short, um, Europe has now put in place a sizeable fiscal and monetary stimulus and this is one of the reasons why, as we can see here, Europe has actually started to outperform again in the last um, few weeks, following a period of significant underperformance. So that's why we why we've got to where we have. Um, where do we go from here? Well, I make no apologies about this, but I've actually got the next two charts are the same ones I had last week. But given the size of the market moves, I think it's uh, worth showing them again. And essentially, we are now up 40% or so from the lows. Global equities are up 40% from their lows back in the middle of March. And this, to be frank, is unprecedented. It is the fastest ever recovery in equities. Um, The typical gain over three months is 20%. We're up 40%. And over a year, actually, the normal gain is only around 37%. So certainly looking at this, more than ever, it looks like equities have come too far too fast. Um, One way of checking up on this to see whether this is sort of giving a sort of valid indication of where we are is to look at valuations. And again, you've seen this chart before. I had it last week. But it just looks a bit more extreme now. So essentially what we're looking at here is the price earnings ratio for global equities. We're looking at earnings in two years time rather than just one year, which is the norm. So we're looking through the big hit to earnings this year and focusing on the fact that very likely, if all goes to plan, um, earnings will bounce next year. But the point is, even if you look at 2021 earnings, global P-E ratios are now back up to 175 which is actually the highest level for 16 years. So I think just looking at price-earnings ratio, there's no other conclusion you can come to other than the fact that equities are looking expensive again. Um, You have got more support, definitely, from lower bond yields, but I think even taking into account this, it does suggest that we have come a long way um, rather too fast. And certainly, you know, we still have our doubts that you're going to see the V-shaped recovery, which the market is very much building in. Unemployment is now falling in the States. Employment is growing. That's great. But I think the the crunch time will really be in the next few months when you get these government support programs coming to an end. And the big question then is whether this massive amount of unemployment, which is still massive compared to, you know, um, as I say, what you saw in the global financial crisis, whether these newly unemployed people can be reemployed or not. So, there's still a lot of uncertainty out there. Short term, markets can go further. Um, quite a lot of people have you know, missed out on this rally, so they may get sucked in just for fear of missing out. So, near term, it could go further. But certainly, all the sort of latest evidence, despite the good employment numbers in the States, we think means that the market is ripe for a correction at some time over the coming months. So somewhat cautious over the coming months, um, but longer term, very much we still believe um, global economies will improve and there is scope for further gains. It's just that they've come too far too fast. Thank you. Bye.